Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, what's, up? what's mm. going on? Well... We live in Texas. It's hot. It's hot. And the humidity <laughs> is coming, so bye-bye to this good flat iron I got. Yeah. That's, that's why true. I'm wrapped tonight. <laughs> You're a black woman for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Even other though you biracial, Baby. you a black woman. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, that's been the subject on if biracial women are black. Yes. <sighs> interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. So we before get we get no into leeway. that, this royal wedding Meghan Markle shit, I really want to talk about, yes, I started off with this is Texas, because Texas is on some fucking bullshit, man. What happened? What's the tea? Well, you know, when I was in Austin, they was bombing people. Mm. Right? putting it on the doorstep. They was putting the bombs, the package bombs on the doorstep mm. of black, prominent black families. And then now we got a whole other school shooting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was in Texas. Mm-hmm, in Santa Fe. It was in Santa Fe, Texas. And the the guy that, well, the, the teen that did it, his name was Demetrius P-A-G-O-U-R-T-Z-I-S. I do not know how to uh, pronounce that. Sound like some German Nazi shit to me. <laughs> Pagortizis. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he, he came to school to wear the girls out. Um, they said that he had he had uh, told people that he wanted to commun- commit suicide. There were some other things that he said. I'm, I can't say word for word. I was uh, looking at it on the news and they said that he had other flags that he had told people, and people just paid the dust. He ended up bringing a shotgun and a forty-two, mm-hmm. which were basically from his father, but his father said that he didn't know that he had them. And he also had a, what is a mom? Of course a, he didn't know he had them. A mazel tov. A mazel tov. Bomb. Right. He had one in the school and one and one nearby, but I guess he didn't get to it yet. Mm. 
How many people are dead? Ten. Ten. Ten, mm-hmm. and including the officer. I don't know if he's dead yet. I last time I yesterday when I was looking at the news, he was in critical condition. Mm. So wait, I'm is the officer sure. and kids or? Well, it was a retired officer. He had just retired. So. Yeah, but the rest were. Kids? The rest were children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, teenagers. Lord, 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 Lord. I just think that I honestly feel like if the school, like, if the school paid attention to these kids instead of just redirecting them and disciplining them and and just, uh, you should focus on education, yes. But I feel like the school can only do so much. Some of the teachers are just there to get their check and hit it. Yeah, okay, but then what what happens when this incident happens? Like, I was talking to a teacher, and she's um, working in, I'm guessing, Waco ISD, and she said that they their school hasn't even talked about no drills just in case this happens. She had to implement her own safety drill according uh. to what, what happened. She thought, she said that it would probably be interesting if the schools implemented, like, a camera on an iPad for all the teachers. Mm-hmm. That way they would know what was going on. Like, that's actually uh. really smart. But nobody's even, like, I don't know how many schools are actually taking this series and making drills and stuff for it, but I think, I think they should. I think that's admirable. I, you know, the education system is an extension of this government. This government is an extension of society at large. This society is fucking racist. And the same system that allowed this fucking terrorist white boy to think that it was okay to come into a school and shoot it up because he doesn't have to give a fuck about anybody's life but his own, like white people do. White, white males do. Not all of them. We know that. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm... Yeah, when I say what I say, yeah. I'm, 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 I don't have to tell y'all, but listeners, I'm not, I'm, I never mean all. Yeah. I don't speak in absolutes, but because I know some great white dudes <clears throat> that I'm friends with that I'm, I'm really close friends with that will give their arm for me. Mm-hmm. So, but even them, <laughs> they grew up in a system that allowed them to to only worry about themselves a that sometimes if they are mentally unstable and I don't even think it's mental like I think it's just I'm raised to not give a fuck about other people's lives other than my own mm-hmm. because I'm a white male mm-hmm. so coming into this school when I'm mad because my mom took my Xbox away <laughs> <laughs> or she she grounded me and she took everything away and or, now I'm about to or, worry or, or, or the cheerleaders don't want to fucking date me, and mm. I'm angry. You don't know how many stories I've seen of like angry teenage white boys killing some girl that broke something up with stupid. them, or kill their parents over something whack. Mm-hmm. Or I, I have affluenza because my parents are rich, and I don't know these things are wrong. Off, um, judge, so let me off. <laughs> the and then he literally gets let off. Let them off. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got some made up disease because Probation. I'm rich. You know. Or oh my god, um, I wanna fuck this girl and I'm gonna take her behind the dumpster and fuck her. And then I'm gonna get three months. Like they fucking Brock Turner. Yeah. They fucking do shit and then every motherfucking body wants to blame it on, oh, he had a bad home. He had a 
then they want to point out signs because apparently this Demetrius motherfucker was wearing black to school. He had they boots. Said he had a black trench coat, trench coat and black <laughs> boots that he wore to school routinely. Columbine. I mean, fish. I mean, I say you should Columbine judge. Fish. <laughs> Columbine. <laughs> He's Columbine no, chic in I this mean, motherfucker. He was probably and trying y'all to give you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. <laughs> he was trying to give you a gothic tease on the low. Columbine <laughs> chic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Real name. Excuses, but they really. Oh. What it is is they are in this system where they don't have to give a fuck about people's lives other than they own, and so this is gonna continue. I don't care how many drills, how many safety drills. I mean, how many? How many? Have you? Did y'all ever do a tornado drill in school? Did we did. It's did? boring as yeah. fuck. You just you just bend down go and, outside da, 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 da. and But when a real tornado come hit your fucking school, <laughs> you're not finna bend. I don't know who's gonna just be in uh, underneath their desk in the classroom. Like yeah. all I could think of is the roof is gonna be taken off, and then the desk and then us gonna go. They up didn't with teach it. us under the desk. They taught us on the side of the room and just put your hands over your neck. Oh well, yeah, and, and oh. bend down, crouch yeah. down. Okay, yeah. well then. <laughs> and and we there see who is was paying no attention. drill, and that <laughs> might save you. You might need to know. Well, you can't get out of exit, but anyway, you might need to know the exit so you can get out when a motherfucker come and shooting. Yeah. But when this crazy motherfucker is in your room, and he's shooting people, what do you do? And you're a child. There's no drill that's gonna save you, baby. It might save some people. Yes, it might save some people. But if nobody is taking heed to these crazy fuckers and changing things. But what can be changed? Laws. We talked about this. We talked about about laws. laws And access to gun laws. Who shouldn't have them. What kind of gun you should be able to have as a civilian. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... You know, it's certain things that they can do that they're not doing. And I love that it happened in Texas because we got fuck-ass fucking senators and Governor Ted Cruz and these people who vote against gun laws, who vote not in the interest of safety, but Mm -hmm. then they get on these fucking conferences, um, these press conferences, is we cannot let this happen again. And this is just outrageous, not on our watch. And But you voting against the safety. You you voting against yeah. the kids being yeah. saved. <laughs> right. You are they are fuck boys. They are fuck boys on the political, <laughs> governmental level. That's all they is. They make dumbass excuses. The shit that come out of their mouth is not true. Their actions do not reflect it. And you know, if this is gonna, it doesn't matter what drills, what nothing. They're gonna. This is gonna continue to happen because we don't change the laws and we raise these white motherfuckers. These peck of wood ass, unmelanated, pig skin assholes uh. to fucking be murderers. We raise them to do this. I don't care what nobody say. We raise them to think that this is okay. That's why By they are society. doing it. That's why we don't see the Latino boys doing it. That's why we don't see the black boys doing it. That's why we don't see the Asian boys doing it. Yes, the dude did it at Virginia Tech. We know that. <laughs> He's yeah. an exception. But the average, but you know. Uh, Asian motherfuckers aspire to be white. True. <laughs> they, that's what they do too. So, why it's mostly white boys is because there's a reason. There's a social reason why that's why that is. Yeah, it's because of the system that we live in. So, I have a question. Do mm-hmm. you if do you believe in government at all? And if you do, like, which one do you think will work best? Gosh, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I like to. S- I like to think that I 
I'm more of a socialist type person. Okay. What about you? But I don't know. I feel like democracy can work if it's done right without this without all the schemes. Yeah, if it's an actual democracy. Yeah, like if it's not all the <laughs> schemes and not and there's no money in politics. If it's the people mm-hmm. that's running it and there's no money in politics, I feel like it will work. It will work fine. But how it is now with the people being paid off and yeah. lobbyists being have able you, to Have you ever seen How to Get Away with Murder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good show. So all the stuff that's involved with that bullshit, I do not, do not, do not think that it works at it, as how it is currently. But mm. I think it could work if money was out of politics. Yeah. I think it could. But I think socialism is a little bit better. I mm. think. I'm not fully on board, but I think socialism is. I forgot what, what leader. I think it was Asada Shakur that said socialism would work. I can't. I don't, I'm not sure that was her. I know. Um, <coughs> um, Angela Davis is a socialist. Okay. Yeah, it might have been her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a bunch of them. Like Bayard Rustin was a socialist. Um, Bernie Sanders. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Democratic socialist. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. These white boys are gonna continue to fuck y'all shit up. I just feel like they all. Like, you know how some people, like some of them, some murderers, they kind of copy themselves out of movies and 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 stuff like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. And like they kind of like feed off of that. I feel mm-hmm. like it's giving the green light to other people who feel the same type of way. Or, oh, oh, if you do this, this is a lack strike and I'm going to wear everybody out and mm-hmm. I'm. I feel like it's it's just continuing, just like you said. Like this has been happening since I was in high school with the Columbine. That was like in two thousand seven, two thousand. And they keep increasing. And it's it gets worse and worse and worse. It's like, oh bitch, you turned this, so the next person is gonna turn it even worse. Like this is the worst in out of all the shootings that is. Columbine didn't happen in oh seven. Columbine happened in ninety nine. You said what? <laughs> <laughs> Diamond, don't do that, girl. <laughs> I was like, wait, you, when you <laughs> was in high school, I was in high school, bitch. I know yeah. you wasn't in high school when okay. I was in high school. <laughs> y'all, y'all know, you know what? <laughs> I don't remember which one it was, which school Because it it's so many. It's That's so why. many. <laughs> but I remember it was the one where... It just it stands out to me. It was a he was he was going by and he was killing everybody and he was asking each person a question. And this one girl, I guess she was a Christian, and he said, "Do you believe in God?" And she said, "Yes." And she he I shot her in that's the head. Virginia Tech. Oh, okay. Y'all want to know it's crazy? That was a high school. I can't remember. It's, they all are running together in my memory. I remember Columbine because I was in high school. Oh lord. And this is like ninety nine, and I graduated in ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Didn't tell them my age, <laughs> uh, but you know it. I I remember them. It. I remember it like the OJ trial. I remember it like the Monica Lewinsky scandal. I remember it like um, Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas. I remember these events because they were so shocking. They were so fresh and new, and you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It, it was a, like Rodney King. They was something that I had not realized, especially when I was in high school, because as a queer person do you know how many times i thought about 
weren't people out of my school? <laughs> Baby. Oh, because because I was being bullied and because I didn't have the emotional muscle at the time to deal with certain things. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you kind of care about what your peers think. You care. And then you got the fucking faculty. That's like just as ignorant. Uh, Bolivian, bolivalent or um or fucking just uh oh, they just don't care. They just don't care. The faculty is they sh- they brush it off. Brush it off. They fucking um add to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I had fucking teachers who like I remember this fucking math teacher. He was a bl- the only one of the only black You had a math teacher. Tu- math teacher so that's crazy. <laughs> Wait. Everybody had a math teacher. Bitch. Wait, no, what? <laughs> no, See? a black math teacher. Wait, that always come for me. A Listen. black math teacher. Go Listen, a black shit. male math teacher that yeah, had right. you had the same type of ex- uh, experience with. I remember I had the same thing. I was going to share afterwards. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was on some bullshit. He would he he would add. I would walk in the room. Of course, I'm dressed feminine. I'm dressed. I'm fucking queer, motherfucker. This is how I fucking dress. <laughs> this is what queer motherfuckers do. <laughs> right. And so I come in. And he just have a seat, sir. Oh. <laughs> now at this time, I hadn't. Yeah, you didn't transition to that yet. I had. I had done some moans and stuff, but really? I wasn't okay. pressing the issue because I hadn't. You know, I ain't. Even, I was barely accepting. I was accepting myself, <laughs> but where I was gotcha. going wasn't as, you know, definitely defined. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I was going. So, you know, I'm just exploring my identity. And they cackling. He's adding to it. He wouldn't say anything direct, but his it's nose shady. being turned Gestures. up and rolling his eyes and. <laughs> all this bullshit that he, he would did all that yeah he would it would never be anything direct it just would be his yeah. and people would catch it his, and they would catch it just like i would catch it mm-hmm. and they cackling and laughing then they saying shit and he's like just calm down and that, that, that. like not direct not telling them to stop or you know he would be just adding to it so these do you know how many times i'm just literally thinking I wanted to, if I had access to a gun, I could be that girl. Like literally, like I, it would be times that I would be so angry at school, mm. so angry. And I'm sure there's a lot of other queer kids that feel that way, but don't shoot up in fucking school. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, but I would want they to. They usually end up taking their own life. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I wasn't that person. I always thought that was stupid. Yes. I, and anybody who's been following me for years on um, YouTube, I got video of my opinion of getting bullied and suicide. If you are a student, if you are a person who feels like you are getting bullied, this is Diamond telling you my my suggestion. Now, you don't have to follow this. <laughs> but my suggestion if you are a queer person, trans person, gay person, lesbian, whatever label that you like and you are being bullied and you have come to the hard decision that you want to kill yourself. If you come to that decision and there's no turning back and you have decided that you are going to kill yourself, 
because you're being bullied, because of the shame, because of blah, blah, blah. I mean, you come to the decision. Like, not if you're thinking about it. If you're thinking about it, the decision should be no, don't do it. But if you have made the decision that it's going to be yes, you are going to kill yourself, do me a favor and kill your bully too. Right. Because what you're doing is you're letting them win. But for the rest of us who are strong enough to stay here or who have a little bit, not strong enough, that's not the right word, but the rest of us who don't have the courage to kill ourselves and don't want to kill ourselves and don't want to go through us harming ourselves, for the rest of us that are still here, take one for the team and take one out from the other team. Take, kill them. Since you're going to kill yourself anyway. Right. Now, I said if you were making the decision. <laughs> right. Now, if you've Definitely. already made, if you if the decision is you're on the fence, no, don't kill yourself. But if you have made your decision to do it and you know that you're going to do it, baby, kill the bully. The motherfucker, every single motherfucker at your school that has called you a fag, every single motherfucker that has beat you up, threw you in a locker, if you're going to kill yourself, Kill that motherfucking bully that's calling you a fag and a dyke and a queer and da 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 fucking well. Because guess what? When you die, they're going to pick somebody else to bully. But if you take the motherfuckers out, everybody around them will learn. <laughs> Not diamond, girl. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I get where she coming from. I said, I, I said if they have made the decision. <laughs> Not if if they're on the fence. No, don't kill yourself, baby. Don't kill yourself. It'll get better. And what all the good stuff that we say, it'll get better. Don't worry about it. You'll grow up and you don't give a fuck. All the good stuff. But if you are a person who has made, already made up your mind that you're going to kill yourself, boo-boo, take out your bully too. So us who are back still here, when you you transition to the ancestor realm, we are still going to be here. And we don't want that motherfucker to grow up and be a motherfucker that votes for Trump. We don't want that motherfucker to grow up and bully somebody else. We don't want that motherfucker to re- continue in life. Since you gone, we want your bully to be gone, too. Well, I, Diamond, I don't say we. I'm sorry. Well, what if Demetrius was gay? We all know his sexuality. I don't give a fuck about Demetrius. Demetrius <laughs> kills people. He is a murderer. and He needs to ride in jail, gay or not. But I'm it's- saying... If you, before you kill yourself, mm-hmm. take out your bully. That's a, I've been having this philosophy for yes. a long, for many years. <laughs> Anybody who knows me. Because I feel like it helps us. If you get one bigot motherfucker out. Out of the pool of bigots. Pool of bullies. Uh-huh. It helps the people who come in after you. That Because when, when you die. Mm-hmm. They're just going to bully somebody else. On to the next one. On to the next one. Hmm. And so get rid of them. <laughs> I wish there was a way we could we could just go about life and change people's perspective. That changes and the some, perspective of things. It sure the fuck does. It does. <laughs> you take them. <laughs> when anybody, all them bullies say you got that one, that you, we all had that one, right? What the, was what, the name the, of yours? Mine was. What's his name? Hold on, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Hold on. It was, who was my bully? I twirled all of them. The main one. What was yours, Z? The main one. Mine was Fish. Oh, she could have got it too. But she ended up becoming my friend. Her name was Lakina. Lakina, you would have been no! off. No! Oh, oh, delete that, delete that. Delete that, diamond girl. Mine was Brandon Burke, William Holland, 
That's the main two. That's the main two. If I y'all would have been the first motherfucker shot up, <laughs> first, <laughs> I would have walked. I would have walked around till I found y'all first. Anybody else, they would just be secondary. But y'all two niggas, if I was gonna kill myself, this is if I was gonna kill myself. Right. <laughs> y'all been gone. Bye bye. Because your funky her. ass mama and your funky ass daddy didn't teach you how to treat people right. Or they profess that into you. I don't. They didn't teach you that whatever the fuck they should have taught you to navigate this world, treating people with some respect and minding your own fucking business. Yeah. And since you didn't, I would have popped you and not felt any guilt about it because I'm about to die anyway. Remember, I said if you're gonna kill yourself, <laughs> kill them, man. Okay. Get them. Get the teachers that you told that didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, play. Okay. So I'm done no, talk about talk about the school shootings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a harsh reality. It is. Yeah. You know, I, I I would love to see, I would love to think that they grow up, oh, they're just bullies and they're just bullies now. They can grow up to be a good person. Oh, no, baby. fuck that. They don't usually after terrorists, it's just like a Chad and a Brad to bully motherfuckers. Do y'all did y'all see that fucking um? Oh shit! What's the tea? So one of the city council members, it was in Texas, some part of Texas. Here we go. <laughs> um, one of the city councilmen, you know the little board that like Miss um Maxine Waters stay on. Those those little board when they have all the politicians on the board and people mm-hmm. stand up and talk when they're trying to fight against like laws and stuff mm-hmm. and so the public comes up and give their little speeches. Mm-hmm. So one of the dudes come up and he start giving a speech and he start telling his story about being bullied in school and how they broke his nose and they broke his ribs and da 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 da. At the end of his speech and he says and the bully is right here. He's the politician and pointed Ooh. to the politician on the board <laughs> and he said him right here. He's the one who bullied me. And so this is the reason why I want this law, because people like you grow up and think that they grow up and become politicians like you. Yeah. Wow. And he popped the whole audience (laughs) (laughs) because and they found out, yeah, you did. Y'all went to the same school. And (laughs) (laughs) we have the receipts. And he (laughs) gagged. Yeah. And that's what I mean. They don't grow up and be better people because they still going to have the same sorry ass parents that is not teaching them. Take them out. If you're, we're losing. Look, you are a part of the queer community. If you are a queer person, if you kill yourself, we are losing numbers on our side. How about you take out one of their numbers to help us out? Well, how about you don't kill yourself? Period. Okay. I don't <laughs> Wait, do that. I had, I did the caveat. Okay, I said, so you go, okay. if you're on the fence, no, baby, don't kill yourself. It will get better. Da da da. I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have made the decision, if you have said, okay, tonight you, at six o'clock, I'm killing myself because I'm tired of this. You kind of go out a just, hero. Just add one more. <laughs> just one. <laughs> or two. Whatever ones that was really bothering you, the main ones, get them. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about. <laughs> I'm, it's funny, but I'm not playing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I just think it's fair. Yeah. I think it's fair. I think like if we're losing one of us, lose one bitch, of I should lose some too. <laughs> lose one of them. <laughs> and then you know what happened? If he go to that school, leave a little note and say, 
yo, I'm going to kill myself, but before I go, I'm popping, let's say his name was Daryl Stevens. I'm popping Daryl Stevens because he has terrorized me. I went to the school board. I went I went to the teachers. I've told everybody about it. And y'all and paid they, me they, does. They didn't do anything, and they're bullying me. They threw me in my locker. They did this. What da 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 And so I'm leave a little note so they know. And then, boom, wear their ass out. And so when they find, and then you wear yourself out because you said you was going to do it. Because I want you to go to jail if you don't kill yourself. <laughs> that ain't worth it. <laughs> but this is if you go kill yourself. It let them know. And everybody around is going to say, oh, my God. If I bully people, I might get wore out. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'll change your perspective. If I bully people, this might be the motherfucker that go crazy on me and kill me. <laughs> at, at least the people in that school will know better. <laughs> so, but I don't know. Think about the white boys. What if they had felt like they was being bullied? We just and they wore a lot of people out. But I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about the queer folks because that's the community I'm a part of. <laughs> that let them, right. let them, let their white daddies and Trump know they be drowning make in America privilege, great so. again. Support them. Yeah. I'm that's me. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the pulse of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. All right. So let's talk about this royal wedding. I knew that was coming. Like every girl's dream, like every girl's no, it's not every girl's dream. Princess, they need to make a Disney movie like that. That'd be sickening. A first transgender princess, baby, the conservatives' head will pop off. Yes, that's what we need. (laughs) We need to pop right on out. But we need it to be a gag. I don't want y'all to know in the beginning. I I want it to be like a serve for a couple years and then boom. I want to see like a trans girl be a samurai. On a weekend, just be wearing people out, all the oppressors, right? (laughs) Like a Kill Bill type tee, right? I think that would be high. (laughs) I think it would be stereotypical, though. I don't think so. I I see why you say that. It would seem kind of masculine, quote unquote. Well, no, because they always think that we are mad. <laughs> we are. I want to shoot every motherfucker. Right. That's why I want to see in every school. I like to see <laughs> black. <laughs> I like to see black men wear people out on movies and stuff, oh, like yeah. slaves, like slave Blade. masters oh, and Blade, stuff. Yeah. yeah, even Blade. I like that. Mm-hmm. I just like samurai stuff. So, Meghan Markle <laughs> has look. 
I think the funny thing is is this argument of whether she is black or not. <laughs> now, y'all, now she is claiming she's a mixed race. She's mm-hmm. saying I'm biracial. To me, biracial means I am I'm of two racial heritages. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> I've, have y'all seen her mama? No. Uh-uh. Her mama got dreads and a nose ring like Tupac. Oh, <laughs> Lisa Bonet. Shut up. She's an older woman, and I'm not sorry. You cannot like make me feel. You cannot make me feel like you're not a black woman if that's the house you was raising, and it was. You What's so you name? raised with a woman with a nose ring and dreads. And you want me to think you don't think you black? I know exactly why she's saying I'm biracial and mixed. Why she's giving that tea. Is that because of the, I think it's because, well, you know what? People what? always told me they consider me black. They were like, you black. Yeah, so I had no choice but to mixed. be like, I'm black. Even did though I'm be, high yellow. Did you want to be considered biracial and mixed? And I didn't care for it. You didn't I like have, those titles? Yeah, I didn't care. No. no I, I really did at didn't. one point. I just consider mm-hmm. myself black. Why? You know? Because when I was growing up well, in Waco, Texas, mm-hmm. I, I, I went to, like, black churches, and then I would go to white churches, and it seemed like no side accepted me. Like, okay, we would go to a white church. Then all the white people would be accepting, but they would throw shade to me and my sister. Then we would go to a black church. The whole fucking church could be filled, and when nobody sit on a pew by my mama. Hmm. And so it just was like so. It wasn't you being shunned; it was your mom. Well, no, it wasn't. No, I was being shunned at the white churches. I'm talking about you at the black church. No, Mm. it was your mom. Yeah, but still, it's a part of me. So I know it it made me feel some type of way, and it wasn't just that; it was just different occurrences that happened that made me feel like I'm not a part of the black community, and I'm not a part of the white community. Mm -hmm. So it was like, damn, like don't nobody accept me, and then. I got older, mm-hmm. and I was like, bitch, you're a part of the black community. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and the reason why I was like, okay, because I don't, I never thought that I wasn't a part of the black community. It was just that there were other black people that accepted me for me. Like, they didn't, like, it was some black people that'd be like, bitch, you think you're better because you're mixed and you have this type of hair and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, um, no, because the same thing happens to me that happens to you. Like, don't, when white people see me, they don't be like, oh, you get a green pass? You're biracial. No, they'd be like, oh, bitch, <laughs> oh, it's cute. You have a little white in you, but yeah, you're a nigger. So, <laughs> let, me, let me say this. I think that we know that colorism exists. We know that based on your proximity to whiteness, <coughs> that there is a level of privilege that now this convert the reason why I'm having this conversation right now is because I'm a, I'm on my fucking show. I'm on our show <laughs> yeah. and I'm having it. When a dark skinned person is complaining about colorism, I am never going to bring up this type of conversation. Like what you just brought up, I would never bring up that conversation in that context, in that as a relatable comparison because I feel like it's inappropriate as a person with light skin privilege it's inappropriate for me to add 
my blackness, my black experience in this conversation when a when a dark skinned person is talking about their issues with colorism. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I feel sometimes as light skinned people, we can just shut the fuck up and we can just um let them share their story because colorism exists. It does yeah. exist. Their your experience as a black woman is gonna be very different than a, a black woman with uh, a kinkier version of hair, with a wider nose, with darker skin. Your le- your experience as a black woman is going to be different than hers. Mm-hmm. So I think when they say that, that's when they say what, what? They're t- when they talk about how, um, when they try to invalidate your black experience, mm-hmm. I think that's, um, it's not a positive way but it's their way of trying to explain the how colorism affects them and not affects you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not in the most tactful way, and sometimes it's not in the most, um, sometimes they don't know how to, everybody doesn't have eloquence. How to translate. They, right, they don't have eloquence, they don't know how to um, convey it, but that's what they're talking about. Because I've been in, I'm not biracial, and I've been in because I'm a light-skinned black woman, mm-hmm. shit, I'm, Almost lighter than you sometimes, depending on what time of summer it is. You right? are lighter than me, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm not biracial, but uh, people, I've be, I've had experiences where black people tried to invalidate my black experiences because I'm like, what? Well, let me give you. It's a bunch of examples, but one that I Hell really, yeah. really, we know. One that I really, really, and I like I said, I would not have this conversation if we were not in this space, right? Because I think sometimes dark-skinned people need space to air their shit out. That's and true. it's legitimate. That's true, but I feel like it should be okay because it's okay for dark-skinned people to be like, you know, oh, black power this, or not black power, but, um, oh, team dark skin and all this, but when you, when somebody be like, oh, team light skin, it's an uproar, and everybody's going in and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, why can't we be on the same agenda? It's not like we're against each other. It's just we're both being proud of who we are. It, it's not about, but see, the whole... That whole but, team dark skin t- is t- problematic. The yeah. whole team dark skin and whole team right. light skin. <laughs> but the, I'm not, that whole that we got to be teams right, and separating... It's divisive right, I'm and not, not cool. That it's, but it's okay to separate each other. But I'm saying it's it should be okay to be a proud of who you are, like yeah, without it being a, a use, space where everybody is. I feel like it's triggering for everybody when it's just team like it triggers me. It's like hold on, I forgot colorism was a thing. Or that particular day, I'll see like something like that, and I'm like, that's problematic. Why do we even do team dark skin, team uh, team light, light skin, skin, or yeah. Team, yeah. any kind of team that is a divisive? thing that says we separate mm-hmm. and, yeah. and we not all black it's it's a problem but at the same <laughs> time when we do see see team dark skin we like yeah have your platform and blah 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 but we don't really call people out on it but when it's team light skin we be like why is color why are we using colorism so yeah. it's like triggering That's more of a triggering like thing. it's never yeah a but wait wait wait, 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 wait wait we gotta say something about that <laughs> it, in the context of colorism the reason why we need team dark skin or praise of dark skin is because it hasn't been praised you me and you Mm -hmm. know that there is a level of social capita that we have because we are Mm light-skinned in the black community Mm -hmm. now i know the black people think that is 
not just in the black community. I don't want to say that. I think it's over-exaggerated by dark-skinned people. That's <laughs> just keeping it real. Yeah. I think it's over-exaggerated when it comes to the white community. I think they think that they privilege us a little bit more than that they actually do because I, I get privileges for my light skin in the black community. Me too. So it, it, they covet it. They, it's always niggas, it's black niggas that's like, yeah, I like red bones, damn. Da, 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 da. Like they give me some type of privilege. I have never had a white man give me some type of privilege of, that I know of, like yeah, I'm, it yeah, might be yeah. something that I don't know, but yeah. I'm really observant. And so I kind of, I feel uh-huh. it's not as often with white people. There are some incidents, yes, that I'm like, mm, my light skin privilege is giving me this opportunity from this white person. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But mostly the privileges that I get is from white people, bec- I mean, from black people, because they are that. But let me finish the statement about the team dark skin too. Dark mm. skin, because dark skin has been something that has not been celebrated and not been praised, they need a space to be able to be be proud of it. Mm -hmm. They need the space. I don't particularly think that we need that space. On the individual, yes, you got to praise yourself. Absolutely. But it shouldn't be based on your light skin. No, of course not. Everybody is saying team light skin and light skin is great and da-da-da-da-da. Our proximity to whiteness is preferred when it comes to the black community. So it doesn't Mm. really need to be Oh, I'm proud of my light skin. Of course you are. They motherfuckers love it. You it see what don't. I'm saying? I'm cool. Like I, I don't see it as a a bad thing, but at the same time, it could be a little. Like I, I see how people. Yes, dark skin needs to be praised, but I can see how it could be triggering to somebody with low self esteem. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it could because just be if, if you saying you team dark skin or oh i'm proud of my dark skin if it triggers a motherfucker any if it triggers a light-skinned person any kind of way it's your self-esteem that's showing boo-hoo i don't get triggered by it yeah i don't get triggered by it It i'm usually the girl that's like i used to always tell guys like i don't like like when dark skin guys would be like oh i like you because you are red bone and blah blah i'd be like no Mm -hmm. i don't want to talk to you because basically you telling me that you like me because of my attributes, but mm-hmm. you don't even know who I am in general. Right. So that means you telling me that any light skinned person is your tea because yeah. they're light skinned. And I, I, I would tell them so you don't, so you don't think a dark skinned woman is this beautiful. I've seen, I've seen some, some really, some pretty light skinned girls just sitting pooched in a dark skin, real beautiful shaped and hair and mud come through and shit on all of them. And yeah. I'd be like, you don't never see women like that. And they'd be like, yeah, but it's not a lot. Yeah, that ain't my and thing. Yeah. That's because just, a light skinned girl comes with this privilege, not privilege, come with this, um, what's, I don't know what the word is, it's slipping my mind, where having a, a light skinned girl comes with this prestige. Mm, like it a com- trophy. It's not, it's not just, oh, are you beautiful or are you not? Me picking this beautiful dark skinned girl and this beautiful, not me, but if I yeah, was so a cis, mm-hmm. cis man, me picking this beautiful dark skinned girl compared to this beautiful light skinned girl, some of them will pick the light skinned girl because, oh, I got a light skinned a trophy on my arm. There comes a prestige mm-hmm. to have this type of woman on your arm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, because, you know, we got the songs and the rap music or, uh, you know, I need a thick yellow red bone and da 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 It's a prestige to have this type of exotic girl on your arm. So that's What's why they would 
that's why they would say, oh, I, it's just something about a red girl. But they don't know that they're influenced by this white supremacy right. ideals of beauty. I, I don't, go ahead. Okay. What's cool is I do see a lot more dark-skinned girls in the videos and stuff. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, changing. I love that. And I think the reason why it's changing is because we're allowing them to shine be proud light. and shine right. that light. And they need the light more than us. So sometimes, for me, on an individual basis, no. Like, if I want to say I'm proud of all that comes, I'm proud of my skin, I'm proud of on an individual basis, yes. But in a social space, when I'm seeing that, I let them shine. Because right. I think that's my place to be as, exactly. as, an, ally. Not, as an ally and mm-hmm. trying to support as a black woman. Because yeah. just as the more the needle gets towards equality and equity, not just equality, equity of the color and the races and da 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 it's better for me. Mm-hmm. It's better for me even in my beauty and accepting my beauty because I'm not white and blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? So even though I'm light-skinned, I'm still not white. Mm-hmm. And so I still don't fit the beauty standard of another group. And you see what I'm saying? And so on and so on and so on. So I think... I definitely <laughs> sat down when it comes to that type of topic, mm-hmm. uh, type of topic because I'm somebody that even white people try to try to mimic a lot of the times mm-hmm. like they'll go tanning and you know i got a little something like mm-hmm. or, or like some of them want their hair to be a little more curly so it's like i have yeah, privilege cool. from both sides you yeah, know even white people you, but white women will come up to you so quick right so oh my god i wish my tan looked like yours you're so beautiful <laughs> and yeah da, 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 girl go. <laughs> um, and it but it's interesting it doesn't seem like it's that way viewed on the opposite side as far as men are concerned. Mm-hmm. It's I like think the they really are more affected by colorism. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. No, I'm know. talking about as far as women viewing men yeah, about colorism. It's oh like man, light-skinned don't. men are weak and dark-skinned men are strong. Uh-huh. Even Mia know that like <laughs> that dark-skinned women have always been my, my preference. Uh-huh. But Why none of them really liked me, you know? It was always, I've always dated light-skinned girls. What was she trying to say? No, I was just saying, you just knew that dark-skinned women was something that I like. She always do this. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, I feel like they have a certain view of me, or I don't know what it is. I never t- sat down and talked to a girl maybe that liked me. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I could th- yeah, I see that all the time. <laughs> I think that another thing that changes when it comes to by bi- being biracial in the subject of Meghan Markle is your proximity to whiteness mm-hmm. as a biracial person really ap- affects the privileges that you get. Like, because she looks so white is one of the reasons why she's allowed to be the princess. Right. You think so? Yeah. Yes. Like mm-hmm. if she was, if she was, if she looked darker, I don't think that it would even be. Yeah, because they like were. if she was darker and just more black features. Mm-hmm. There's other pe- other um, d- um, monarchies that have married like literal black women, um, but I think them because they are like the monarch, the ones yeah. <laughs> from the queen. Where are they even from? England. Okay. And England. so. Because they are the monarchy, I, I think she fit she her I think her saying that she's biracial and mixed allows her to be able to flow in that whiteness a little bit better than to just say, I'm a black woman. Right. <laughs> but I think like I said, I was about to say, I think because she's the motherfucking cold switch queen. 
<laughs> I think that she, I just think that this is her getting a motherfucking monarch bag, baby. This is a hustle. She didn't come from she didn't come from like poorness. She came from like the upper echelon of because her daddy had got an Emmy and you know it. Hmm. She come from he had went bankrupt, but she come from the upper echelon of people. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like she came from the hood and then ooh, I'm the princess. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. That would be sickening though. It would be love, but um, <laughs> but she, I think that she hustled her way into this situation. Mm-hmm. And not not in a way like, oh, I'm conniving and scheming, but I put myself in these opportunity posi- these positions of opportunity, and bam, I snagged a fucking monarch bag. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I don't think it's important for black women. So when I see these fucking um I'm the hope uh like this oh this is hope for black women and they can get th- whatever they want. <laughs> like this whole little this shit I've been seeing, like, oh, black women should be hopeful about this. Give black women hope. That shit is stupid. I don't. <laughs> I think so too. Like, <laughs> I to think fit that's this, this. What? Who cares to fit that? <laughs> what? You know, nobody knows. To go to that standard. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but I do think it's matter. I do. I, I do think it matters on a certain level because. I think this is like a thumbs up from um, Princess Diana. I think this is a um, another one of those great examples of a person. So we, what's my point? We are, women are, women are deemed valuable based on their looks. Mm-hmm. They're deemed valuable based on their age. They're deemed valuable in certain echelons of society based on their intelligence, mm-hmm. how they speak, all those kind of things. They are deemed valuable for those things. Very demeaning, very objectified. So for a person yeah. who is marriable, who is worth, who is valuable, who is the trophy, for a person like her who is a divorcee, older than him, bl- uh, some level of blackness, mm-hmm. um, American, quote unquote, yeah, exotic. Exotic for her to be this and get into the position that she's in is kind of epic. Because if you remember her father, his father, Harry's father, he was married to Camilla. He was not married. He was in love with Camille Parker Bowles. Camilla Parker Bowles. Y'all might not know this. This is out of your age range. But his father was in love with her, but he married Prince Diana because she was young and of noble blood. Not what, she was young and of, she was more pretty and young. Right. But he wasn't, he was in love with Camilla, mm-hmm. <laughs> who was a little bit older, who had, re- she was a little seasoned. <laughs> she wasn't respectable enough to be his queen. He mm-hmm. married the one that society said, this is okay, Diana. And Diana didn't even ever like that position. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for her son to come and marry somebody who is, doesn't fit. Like, she's the total opposite of Kate, William's wife. Kate, on paper, looks amazing. Like she's that noble, noble. You know, she's the good girl. She comes from good stock, the good old blue blood girl. She's that girl, but 
Meghan Markle is the total opposite on paper. She doesn't look good on paper. She's a dude divorcee. She's older. You know, being that we base base our value of women oh, on those things. You okay. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on if her family comes from wealth. Or, yeah, she's and it's she didn't come from poorness though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she does not come from their level of wealth like coming to america right so <laughs> she's american she's not british mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so she for her to creep herself up in there is a fucking win it's a success it's a spit in the face against the patriarchy right. that says that you can only fit in these specific spaces if you fit this Right, if progress young goes enough. real, real small. Real it small. makes things confusing. Maybe people yeah. talk, and then Maybe there'll be another thing that the British people was reading. <laughs> <laughs> right, they were. <laughs> they were reading. <laughs> they were over it, but oh well. Mm-hmm. It's it's a step in the right direction. Um, there hasn't been a even biracial British monarch since Charlotte. I think Queen Charlotte. They used to read her back in the day, talking how ugly and niggoid her looks were, Baby. all that kind of stuff. They used to wear out, um, but I, I think I think it's a step in the right direction. But hope for black women, get the yeah, fuck it's out. a reach. Get the fuck out of here, you reaching, <laughs> you reaching. And I don't think that should be the standard. These motherfuckers own y'all was fucking owning black people too, like y'all. Hell yeah. I think a funny another element of it is I'm gonna say this jokingly. I feel like Meghan Markle is getting the reparations for her ancestors. She said, "America's not trying to give me the reparations. I'm gonna get it from the mother of America, okay. <laughs> Mother England." Yeah, wait, she from America? Yeah, yeah. she's American. Oh. Right, exactly. Yeah, they met, they met <laughs> so at that, school, right? No, they met through a friend. Oh. They met through a friend. But, honey, she said, America's not going to give me my motherfucking reparations. I'm going to England, and I'm snagging me a monarch bag. And she did. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's a that was sickening amazing. bag. That's a sickening bag. <laughs> and let's talk about the only reason why we are talking about fucking Meghan Markle marrying this fucking white monarchy is because we feel like this is the legitimate monarch. Do you know how many motherfucking women have been marrying into monarchs in Africa? Hell yeah. <laughs> and we ain't talking about them because right. we don't care about um fucking black monarchs. Yeah, that right. was like a <laughs> shit. Um, we should. Lisa Ray married a fucking prince or something. Something she did um, over in Kirk's and Keiko. In the rapper, what's her yeah, name? Who? Um that was on Barbershop. The first barbershop. Eve. Eve. But what, what? was Eve? I thought she was talking to one. She was talking to Oh, one. okay. Wasn't no, she? I didn't pay attention. She married a white man. Wait, Lisa Ray as in from Players Club. Club. Yeah, she married some kind of prince or something from um, Kirks and Keiko. (laughs) (laughs) So, so her (laughs) and this other people that have married African monarchs, and nobody is talking about it because we are worried about the white people. Because the white people, the white monarch is the one that we care about because they are the standard (laughs) of the people. We worry about, oh my God, they married a black woman into the monarchy. Oh, it's so shocking. <laughs> or a biracial woman. I'm sorry. Because another element is I, we're putting blackness on her. And Something she doesn't want right now. 
I don't know. I don't. I think I don't, she's I, playing that card. I think she's playing that card just to get this bag, and now she got right, it. That's why I say and right now. And she had the black preacher at the wedding, the black choir. They ain't never oh, she had did that. Like yes. that. Oh, girl, she's funny. <laughs> she was not playing with them. She said, I want the black choir. I want the black. Y'all ain't watched it? I didn't no. watch oh, it. Oh, she had the black choir. She had the black preacher talking uh, about slavery. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. oh, she was coming she, for everybody. She, there's certain things that she needed there, honey. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it got, so she did, I think now that she got the bag, it's going to get a little ruthless. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> she going to be like, oh, okay, well, we're going to do some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a little one, too. Now that I got the note, now I got the ring on the finger. Now I'm the duchess. <laughs> I'm the princess. Here we go. Let's do it. So, I, you know, I think that, I, like I said, I don't think it's hope. I think it's just a good step in the right direction. Do you think, like, yes, patriarchy has a lot to do with hyperfemininity. And the reason why a lot of people choose to be hyperfeminine, but do you feel like there's a certain responsibility a lot of people should be like held accountable on? I feel like we don't really talk much about hyperfemininity, but we do ta- talk about a lot of hypermasculinity. Mm. I think. Are so. you talking about how we contribute to upholding these patriarchal views of what women's worth yes. and value? Okay. Yes. Hmm. I see it slowly like, falling. It is. I slowly. think some women are starting to become more comfortable and not having to fall into those beliefs of what a woman's supposed to wear, what she's supposed to do every day, have to have have to have a beat face every day and hair has to be slayed and I mean some women are still like that. Some women still wear heels every day. <laughs> <laughs> It looks in the mirror. AKA you. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I got tennis got shoes, you got y'all. Tennis shoes today. <laughs> today. <laughs> right. Um, I do think there is some responsibility for us mm-hmm. upholding that, especially trans women. Yes. I think, <laughs> I think because we are trying to. We just trying to live our identities. We just kind of, we kind of follow this example of cis womanhood, mm-hmm. and we try to just fit it for safety reasons, for comfort reasons. And so sometimes I know me. I don't know if you went through this, Mia, mm-hmm. but I see a lot of other trans girls go through it. Um, soon as we get titties. Like every outfit is stripper. <laughs> soon really? as you get some implants, soon as you get some titties, soon as you get pumped, whatever. Like y'all, they jacked up, cleavage out. The dress has to be a V cut, <laughs> deep plunging V. Like I went through a stage when I first got breasts that it was like my clothes was always naked. Like it you was had because to show. I'm showing off. Mm-hmm. It a part of it was ooh. This is real. See that it's real. Mm-hmm. And then a part of it was, ooh, the more skin I show, the more passable I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, another part of it is the sexier I am, the more passable I'm going to be, the more attention I'm going to get, the more I'm able to sell that I'm a cis woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's certain, it's a lot of different reasons why I was upholding that kind of a certain look. Mm-hmm. Like, honey, it was one time that I didn't own a pair of heels that didn't look like stripper heels <laughs> with clear bottoms. And no. Platforms. It was 
a time that you know that was what it was. Yeah. I was it, I always it was no kind of daily. It was no kind of day look. It was always mm. no clothes on or stripping. It was <laughs> it, it anything I bought with my own money. It was strip clubs, strip club clothes or club clothes. It was never you know day walking around being normal woman clothes. It was sexy clothes. It was always sexy. I feel like I that make people pay attention to you more and then make them clock, clock you, you more. <laughs> yes. It does. <laughs> yes. I, um. I okay. So I'm still Did going you go through, through that. that? I'm still going through that. <laughs> Currently. <laughs> I'm still going through that. Um, but I have toned down a bit. I still I still feel like there was a point where I was I wasn't doing that. But then I was like I would see other women and I would be like, Oh, well she's beating, she's in the heels and she's doing what she wants and I'm just like, dang, I understand that certain things could get me clocked and certain things can make men c- respond to me in a wrong way because that was something that I was dealing with too because I would think like oh you know I'm gonna be sexy all the time and I'm gonna get the guy that I want and they was like everywhere I would go I would go to the gas station and be like come here little shawty real quick so you a stripper everywhere yeah. I go everybody thought I was a stripper I was like why everybody think I'm a stripper I just look normal. No, bitch. This is not You're normal. Naked. <laughs> this is stripper clothes. Right. And, and so it became a little redundant. And and I was like, okay, let me tone it down. Mm-hmm. Because I think every woman goes through that depending on how you were raised. But, I mean, I wasn't raised in the wrong way. I just didn't have anyone to guide me as right. a mother to be a woman. So, well, to be a lady, excuse me. So I I had to learn on my own through life and stuff. And the responses that I got when I started to change up and just dress normal, I was like, oh, guys are really still paying attention to me and I'm still getting good response, but it's respectful. Mm. So that was just a change for me. I also see a lot of of me being a vagina owner. I pay attention to other vagina owners a lot. Uh-huh. And Why do you say that? <laughs> I see that a lot of people have like a, a unrealistic expectation on um, the vagina and like there shouldn't be hair here, it shouldn't be hair there. And even a lot of people hold that hyper femininity to trans men as far as our vaginas and stuff. What like do you mean? They'll be like, hmm, why is there so much hair? Or she's hairy. Or they'll misgender, like, she's hairy and this is gross. And mm. I don't know. It's I mean, just hair like still holds bacteria. Not no if you're clean. Uh, your skin can hold ba- bacteria if it's just bare skin. Oh, that's true. If you but just keep clean. When you ha- have hair there, it's a whole bacteria. Yeah. I can see that, but that doesn't mean it's not. It doesn't mean it's not the clean. Purse is not clean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> see, we it's got people like though, this. <laughs> 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 hyper feminine expectations. I think, I think even though even the hair, I'm sorry, the hair actually guards your vagina from a lot yes. of bacteria. Okay, well then people need to wash it more. <laughs> <laughs> and we have people like this, this that hold the hyperfeminine. <laughs> because, baby, you're discharging and that's getting into them hairs. And, and then you're not. You have to, that's a healthy vagina if you're discharging throughout the day. Of course. Okay, of course. It not is, a lot. Excessive like, discoloration. and Okay, that's something different. But that's a healthy vagina. Are, it's a self cleaning. Okay, people who are penis ho- owners. <laughs> 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 ah. 
Where is this conversation what? going? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, here we go. <laughs> Listen, okay. People are probably going to read me. That's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, so you don't have anything open. So I feel like it's easier if you had hair, it's easier to clean. It's still funky if you're not a clean person. But... Uh, what? <laughs> where are we going with she's this? The ex- she's a vagina man right now. She's an expert on vagina I'm not today. An expert on where vagina. is this going? Because it seems like it's going down a wet path, and I did not want this to go. Okay, let's let's go back on topic. We were talking about hygiene. No, you are doing exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm glad she's she's realizing. I'm not throwing shade. I was just like, you know, it might be. Oh, no, now, a clean person is a clean person. Yeah, true. So, whether it's hair down there or it's not hair down there. Um, I think that this, you just said it. You said you didn't, got nobody guided you to be a lady. Mm -hmm. And I think that these rules of ladyism, being bald pussied Mm -hmm. or always wearing dresses or being feminine, being dolled up. These are rules that are for men. Now, yeah. other people can adopt oh. them, but these are yeah. rules for men. Men is like, ooh, it be should this, be bald. Be it should be clean. It should be Brazilian because that's more sexy. If you want me to go down, like if you DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. <laughs> got all these rules about eating pussy, or I don't eat pussy. I'm rich enough not to be able to decide to eat pussy. Rich enough to not be able to give a woman her pussy. Wait, he, wait what? He, he said, said he that? don't eat pussy? He said he does not eat pussy because he's a fucking king, and king the rules for a king is different than for a queen. Goodbye. Okay, well then the world the world canceled. Canceled. The world for king would be no getting no pussy then. Not in the not in the kingdom see, of that. And I see a lot of women are realizing, okay, I am accountable for these unrealistic expectations, so I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want because I'm me. Like, and I I think I think. That these rules, I think I love the way Jade. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not Jade. Jay from Tea with Queen. Jay talks about she. She's affirmed that she's not a fucking lady. She's like, you mm. know, that is not what I aspire to be. And mm. I think, I think the problem is that we aspire female-bodied people and women to have these rules about their body mm-hmm. that is unrealistic and it's all for the gaze of men and that yeah. is the problem that is so and what i also realize is a lot of men even feminine gay men have these problematic views as far as like female body people and mm-hmm. f- feminine people too mm-hmm. and i'm like how do you feel like even the whole fish word mm-hmm. i'm like you're a whole feminine person it's like shunning another feminine person that get oppressed the same as you not on the same level but at the same time they are men so it's kind of like we gotta kind of get rid of that bullshit so let me let me explain the fish word so the history of fish so it has become the word fish is something that the gay culture the gay male culture which in born male assigned male at birth culture uses as the word for a natal-born woman, a cis woman. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it also can be used to describe a, a trans woman who is passable. Mm. Oh, you're fish. Because fish is synonymous with a cis woman, so if you look like a cis woman, you're fish. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So fish has warped into something different than it started. In the beginning, gay men called fish, called cis women fish because it was almost like a... Some shade? It was shade. It was shady. It was... The fish was a reference to the ocean and the smell and da 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 da. So when since you have a <laughs> vagina, we're gonna call you the fish. Mm-hmm. And so it was meant to be shade, but it was just an inner community thing. Right. Well, oh no, she's fish. She's real fish, and you know this fish at work and this like we call men trade. Um, it was it was a, sh- a form of shade that was inner community, but then it turned into such a common commonly used term Mm -hmm. in our community and then people who will come in our community and be a part of it even if they were cisgender they would pick it up because some girls who not if you in the gay community they'll use it and they'll know what it means no and then like when like i remember um brandon has a, a a cisgender friend and when she when Brandon asked her if she's a re- if she is a regular girl if she's a trans girl and her his friend who was a cis woman said no she's fish she's a real fish girl mm-hmm. and she uses the lingo because it is it it's is a fluid. part of the culture mm-hmm. it's a part of the culture now me who I am <laughs> I personally have been trying to get it out of my vocabulary because. I was on um, YouTube. Y'all know that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And s- this girl came on my video and was like, I can't take inf- I can't take you fucking seriously if you're calling women fish. That's yeah. disrespectful. That is disrespectful. And and when she said it, you know, when somebody first call you out about something. If you feel combative because almost. Because you, uh, you feel defensive mm-hmm. and you feel like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is how we talk and this is our culture and this is what we say. It's not, It's kind of, and I was trying to defend it and it was not defendable. Yeah. And I didn't, in, in the moment I, I was defending it and this is just our culture and this is just what we say and this is just what... It, I kind of was defending it. It was defendable. So I was like, yeah, I don't, let I don't, me think about it. I don't see cis women. See, the thing with nigga and nigger is different because I don't see women or trans men accepting, taking ownership of that language, knowing that there's new vocab, not really new vocabulary, but knowing that the word cisgender woman is out there now. Mm-hmm. So there's really no excuse for you to be it saying fish. It just depends on the, your community of people it's that like you. It's like nigga. It doesn't have no, 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 no. I don't want to be like a white person saying this, <laughs> like, but in only in the context of how we use it, how it has become so ingrained in our culture to say, "Oh, what's up, my nigga?" and "Oh, this nigga is yeah, tripping." Yeah, and yeah. it's so ingrained in our culture that there are people that's gonna use it. Like you're gonna hear "nigga" in the black community somewhere. Yeah. Even if, even though we know the history of it, even though we know the motherfuckers, this is like what Oprah said, this is the last word they heard when they hung on trees from people calling them niggas. So I'm not going to use it. We know the history of it, but it's so ingrained of decades into the culture that it's going to be something hard to undo. Now, me personally, because I realize that it's, it's come from a history of being offensive, I personally have tried to stop Am I, do I use it sometimes? Sometimes I slip up. But I, I have at least 
took it down to twenty percent. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of those people that will be like, "Don't say fish." Blah, blah, blah. However, I do see it's problematic mm-hmm. because the, I have a vagina, so it's kind of like. Shame. <laughs> I look at it like the word "nigger." I do, and I be. I, you know what? I did it today, and I co- I corrected myself. I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did, but. <laughs> It takes practice. When yeah. it's been it ingrained in your practice. culture, it takes practice. But it's like if I say fish, I would say she's fishy. And if I say it, I'm not saying it to make you <laughs> to uh, offend you. Like No, you're not, but the the, the, the root history of, of it and is history bad. of it is shame. Right. So That's like saying bitch to me. People what? will say well, people will call people bitches. Bitch? Kind of, but at the same time, you talk about my body. You're generalizing my body. But somebody saying bitch, that's kind of like, like how Diamond was like, hold on, we're not gonna say bitches. That one time on one episode, I kind of see it the same way. Like, imagine if you be like, oh, you bitchy. Like some people will be like, it oh, has thank a you. But then it's like, hold on, I don't know if that's. It has be. a certain connotation. <laughs> yeah, yes. okay. that can be offensive. I see what you mean, and, and so I wouldn't want to offend anyone. And it's about trying to as a to person adjust. on the outside. Like, oh, it's almost like the fish are the black people, and we are mm-hmm. the white people, and we can't say nigga. Is that is that the correlation it's that the same you're thing. trying to? Yes, yeah. it's it's and and have you ever been in a situation where you're trying to teach a group of gay men? Why fish is inappropriate? You probably have. I have it, not, but I, I have, and it's like they looking at you like, "What? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is just what we said. It's so hard in that situation. But I've been in that situation where like, oh, I'm trying to stop saying fish. You just stop saying fish, <laughs> and they like, you just what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's it's really strange, but and that's why I said I'm only going to work on me <laughs> because right. it's so culturally embedded that. It's gonna be really hard to undo. Yeah. Really, really hard to undo. But I'm I sure did, for a lot of white people, dedicate, it's hard to undo racism. Yes, <laughs> I dedicate. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's true. It's gonna be hard for me not to see a black person with a lot of tattoos and assume the worst. But I'm trying. Uh, we get it, and we're trying. We're trying to get rid of the fish. White motherfuckers is out here going crazy. <laughs> God, they out here going crazy. Yes, they got this one meme of this white lady that she was calling the police. And uh-huh. you know how they take a picture? Because she was on the phone. <laughs> and I think they had video recording yeah. her calling the police. But now she in every, like, every I ain't meme. never even seen what was happening, but I thought the memes was fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Hilarious. <laughs> this, is, this is why black people run the internet. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. So y'all know by now that white people are calling the police on black people for no reason at all, just because they're uncomfortable. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's been happening though. It's been happening, but mm-hmm. we're recording it, and because it's now, people are paying attention that we are telling the truth about biases against us. You can P- see them on. You camera. can see them on camera. If the cameras, we wouldn't be able to see this shit. Hell yeah. People would think that we were lying. Oh. They called the police on me and I didn't do shit. And everybody would be like, "Yes, you did." They didn't just call the police for no reason. No, they actually did. It was for no reason. I'm just it's sitting here. Crap. I'm just sitting here yeah. in Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm here checking on my real estate house that I bought. Oh, I'm at the park barbecuing. <laughs> no, this is all I was doing. Are you want arguing? No. no. All I was doing. I was just here. I was just chilling. here. Just chilling. <laughs> Maybe doing it since. 
It's Jim Crow. Like, oh, bitch, they in the park. Cops leave. They in the wrong area. Right. Uh, have you ever been, had the police called on you for no reason? Mm, I had it called on me as a teenager, but we was at a party and we was fucking up. It was all wrong. It was loud and the neighbors like, okay, bitch, y'all too loud. But I had But that was the, for a reason. Y'all yeah, was too loud. Was <laughs> <laughs> but for no reason. No, I haven't. But I've had That some, might be your light skin privilege. <laughs> Or it might be because my ass don't be in shit like that. <laughs> we talking about for no reason. Oh, well, girl. You don't I, need to be being in shit. I'm in the house. So if they call the police on me, oh. they call the police on me. I'm in the house. Please. Honey, they don't they done rolled in no motherfuckers' houses and J. shot them and killed them. J. Cole. You heard mm-hmm. about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. True team. But, I mean, I called the police on someone, and it got reversed to me. Uh, how so? What you mean? Okay. So my, okay, so my sister's father's children i hate saying baby daddy mm-hmm. <laughs> he was cheating on my sister with some girl. no your sister's children's father oh what did i say your sister's father's children Ew. <laughs> no Wait. yeah yeah no i said my sister's father's ch- that's yeah no that's your not sister's right. children's father. father oh just wow. say baby daddy <laughs> god damn <laughs> my baby daddy fuck that <laughs> fuck that <laughs> <laughs> my sister's father's children. That's gross. That's incest. Gross. Um. So my sister's baby daddy was over, <laughs> and it it comes off so fluid, don't it? Well, anyways, he was um he was over this girl's house, and we had caught him, and so he wanted to twirl everybody. So I called the police. Cause I don't got time for all that because he started talking about killing folks, and I don't got no fucking gun at the time. Mm. I didn't, and so. <clears throat> He always made threats like that, and I don't play like that. You say you're going to kill me? Bitch, I'm taking it serious because I don't know what you're Because the leading, of. the leading cause of death of black and trans women is violence. Black men. Black men. Domestic Baby. Violence. <laughs> Who was going to get got Intimate that night? Not the dog. Domestic violence, yes. No, so man. Was you. So I called the police. Yeah. And a white officer showed up. Oh, older white officer, and I was like, you know, I was saying, you know, I was telling was him everything name, that was Chad? happening. I don't know what the <laughs> child name was, but all I know, he was Peter? real attentive and he was <laughs> nice to me, and I was telling him what was going on. Then my sister, baby daddy, walks up and was like, "No, I ain't try to fight fight her. That's not even a woman. That's a man." So he changes this. I guess he changes the situation. <laughs> <laughs> As That's if it's funny, okay but... for you to twirl me. Because I'm biologically what I am. Yeah. And the officer raises an eyebrow. Now he's confused about the situation. He don't know how to take it. And we ended, he ended up just was talk to, talk to us for a while and, like, walked off. And was like, oh, this will happen if this happens. You both can go to jail. Um you can go to the the courthouse in the morning or go to the police station and file a report and all this extra and just be safe tonight. And he hits it, and I'm like, okay, so you done solved the problem. Now we got to deal with this when you leave. Mm. Yeah. Shade. Hell yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, when I was young, like fucking middle school, and just playing with my friends, we were rowdy, you know, just running all over the place, and they just called the police on me. How old were you? Like thirteen, mm. yeah. y'all were just playing. Yeah, literally a child. <laughs> just play. Sometimes we did ding dong did Chanel call, but this was the incident. <laughs> y'all was doing something. Shit. Yeah, this was the incident. We were just chilling. Like I think that white people are just using 
the police as a extended hand of white supremacy. You're doing something. You're somewhere that we don't want you to be. And we're trying to push you out. So these are our unconscious fear tactics hmm. to let you know that you're not supposed to be here. We don't want you here. So let me call the police on you for random ass things so you can be scared and not come back to this spot, back to this location and feel uncomfortable so you can move out. <laughs> the neighborhoods that I grew up in, I didn't have any white people around me to call the police. I, it's rare that I saw white people outside of school. Like my teachers at school, yeah. But like in my city living, it was just black. I don't, yeah, I really just really don't remember. Um, I, what I find funny, and this is kind of an interesting just something that popped in my head when i think about people calling the police on people for no reason i remember a time when it was black people calling the police on me for using the girl's bathroom they did <laughs> yes oh oh that one time when you were at school yes that just it's a multiple times where they would call the police on me for being in the bathroom knowing goddamn well i'm a whole trans woman the reason why you <laughs> called is because you knew I was a trans woman. I came in here to use the bathroom and came back out. I remember I was in college. And I had been in college for three years. Everybody knew who I was and knew I had been to this bathroom a million times. Mm. And so this this one time, it was my junior year, I go to the bathroom and there's a lady in there. She's at the sink washing her hands. So she's not in the stall. She's washing her hands and I come in. And I go to the stall. When I walk through the door and see her washing her hands, I say, hey, and walk past her and go to the bathroom. She washes her hands and she leaves. So I use the bathroom, come back, come to the sink, wash my hands, because I'm the only one in there at this point. And I leave out and I go to the computer room. So maybe like 15 minutes later, cops come into the computer room. And I have my headphones on, and I'm sitting on a computer playing Spades. <laughs> Supposed to be doing homework, but I'm not playing with Spades. And I, he start, I look up at him, and I'm because I don't. Of course, he's not here for me, but he was. And he told me to come out to the hallway, so I come out to the hallway, and we go upstairs to the bathroom. We go upstairs, so there was an office across the street from the bathroom, and she was the receptionist in the office across from the bathroom and he we walk into the office and he asks her is this the person and she says mm-hmm. and he says so did you just come out of the so did you just come out of this bathroom and i say yeah so my friends came with me because these are cops telling me to come out so you know they're nosy like what are the cops doing so they come with me and I was like, yeah. And once my friends, like, they clocked it. Like, at first, I didn't clock it what was going on, like, because I had been using this bathroom. So I'm like, yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> like, what's right. going on? And my friends was like, what? She called the motherfucking police on you for using the bathroom? And they just start going off on her. <laughs> like, my sister and her girlfriends. I would have too. They were like, What? Like, ain't no, 
nobody bothering your old ass? Don't nobody want you? <laughs> that is a whole woman. Like, my sister, the girlfriend, was going off on her. And I just was like, what? And so the, the officer was like, um, well, you might do. Like, they weren't even saying I did nothing wrong. They like, we don't know what to do in this situation. Yeah. Like, they like, we don't know what to do in this situation. You looking like a whole woman. Where are you going to go? Go to the boys' bathroom? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> go to the boys' bathroom looking like this? Then we're going to get the police called on something. Is somebody going to attack you in there? So, so they left. Me being the shady bitch that I am, go back to the same bathroom. She calls the police again. Same day, 30 minutes later. <laughs> what the fuck? She calls the police again. So the police come again. She was like, why are you? He was like, he was like, ah, we can't keep coming. It's another officer. We can't keep coming back here for the bathroom stuff. Can you please? What, like, what's the problem? Did, were you in the bathroom? Like the officer was like, were you in the bathroom this time? And she was like, I just don't feel like he should be in the bathroom. And my friends, once again, is like, why? And they, I'm don't, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> like, I don't say anything. Like, I'm literally standing in the hallway. And they are in this office reading the breaks off this bitch. <laughs> you old, don't nobody, like, they were reading her because she was old. Ain't nobody, why? Because you think... I'm just uncomfortable with a boy being in the bathroom. And she was like, what? This is not this. She was like, I can see if this was a, a gay boy. I can see if it was just, this is a girl. Come on. This is what my friends are saying. And she was like, well, I know what he is. I know what he is. And my other friend, Mina, she, she, <laughs> what she is. <laughs> and I am not saying anything. I'm just, I'm kind of embarrassed, but kind of get my life too. Mm. So the police end up leaving. Mind you, they never say, don't go to that bathroom. They never are saying, give, they're not giving me, they're not saying don't go to the bathroom. They're just leaving. Like, like, oh, this isn't the situation. I'm leaving. So, me being the petty bitch that I am, <laughs> go to the bathroom for the third time. <laughs> and her being the petty bitch the that, petty she bitch that she is, <laughs> calls the police again. <laughs> so, the police come and tell her, ma'am, stop calling us. <laughs> like they literally just like stop calling us about this you are not in any kind of danger blah 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 so she went to the office people but they were like I don't know what the, I, my 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 dean of students little person where she came and told me that she came to complain about it but they didn't do nothing she which is surprising fine the second time who the lady Yep, well, you, I if think you're not calling the police and ain't nothing happening. I think something happens to you. If but it's I not think an there is some kind of this is Mississippi, y'all. I think uh, that there are some kind of leeway, maybe rules that maybe I shouldn't have been in there technically. But I have been in this school for three years at this point. She knew who I was. Only reason why you get what I'm saying, mm -hmm. like you knew who I was, and I don't. I just she ended up stopped calling the police. Because I continue to go back to the bathroom. <laughs> but just the fact that she was calling the police on me 
And I felt like it was for no reason. This is what it reminded me of. The situation that I'm seeing about these white people. Yeah. It reminded me of that. That's the first thing that came to my mind when somebody was calling the police on me for no reason was bitches calling police on me for being in the girls' bathroom. That happened to me before too. Yeah. It was so embarrassing. Yeah. And it was a it was a administrative um office assistant assistant that did the same thing to me too. Mm. I was going to MCC and um I went into the restroom and I seen her at this at the sink washing mm, her hands same the same way. Thing. And I was just like, I don't know if I spoke or, or whatever. I just remember going in there. Because you ain't gotta fucking speak. I'm here to piss. I'm not here to right. talk to you, bitch. I don't remember saying anything to her. I, I came I out. spoke just because I speak if I'm if I see you. If I make eye contact with you, I speak to you. Because it's kinda like polite. Courtesy, like, yeah. yeah. Hey. And walk right past And one of the male um the male office people he was like, did you just go into the women's restroom? I was like, yeah. He was like, you're not supposed to go to the women's restroom. And if you go to the women's restroom again, I'm going to get campus police, and we're going to escort you. What year was that? Um, This was after I graduated, so like 2009. Oh, well, the city was under ordinance from our gay, that at that point, our gay mayor, Anise Parker. Mm-hmm ordinance that you were able to go to that bathroom and you could have told him Baby, in 2009. He was... She made it a point. When you have a lesbian mayor, they take care of us. Right. <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> in Houston? In Houston, yeah. I was in Waco. Oh, okay. Maybe not Waco. Yeah, Ooh. baby. Ooh. <laughs> she, he was like, yeah, I'll call the police. And it scared me because I was like, God damn. Because I was going to different restrooms. I knew people didn't frequent like that just because I like to just have my peace. Right. So it made me afraid to even go use the restroom. I'm on campus taking like six classes and I was afraid to go use the restroom at school. He was having a hidden figures moment. I sure was, and but I sure I would use the restroom way on the other side of the building. But it was it, nobody would use the restroom. It was clean. Right. I had to do that, but I mean nobody I bothered me. Movie so many times. Did I'm you? sorry. Go ahead. But it was a hidden figures moment. It really <laughs> was. Mm. I had to do it. I wasn't finna wait until I got home and pee on myself or have a bladder infection or have to do it pissing on myself when I get old. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I just uh, I don't know. I think of I just correlate the two. I don't. I know that at the end of the day, when you call the police on black people, it can be a dangerous situation. We can get killed. We can get shot. We can get harassed. We can get sexually assaulted because police officers sexually assault trans women. Police officers sexually assault black women. Police officers sexually assault women. (laughs) Police officers sexually assault trans men. This happens. Wait, with you saying that, I I didn't realize an important thing that I learned at BTAC. I don't know if we talked about this, but Mm -hmm. the lesbian that came and talked, and she was part of a certain... Um, she called? was the Dallas Lazion? LGBT liaison. Lazion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't even aware of they, they had that type of thing, you know. Everybody has it, but you're not going to be aware of them because they don't do shit. Mm. So in Dallas, they have a LGBT liaison that um, for at the police department who any kind of specific LGBT issues like you can bring to that person in the Dallas police department. Most police departments have this. They have that connection. Um, but they're not thorough and they don't do shit. Like, for example, the one that was in the position, her position before her never came to the conference. Mm. 
She never made connections. Yeah, yeah. She does because she is a queer woman of, she's not of color. Oh, yeah, she is. She is of color, but she's not black, but she's a queer woman of color. And she, she making that connection because that's a part of her job. And she, she has invested, you know, she has a stake in our community. So previously that other person did not. So he didn't give a fuck or she didn't give a fuck. I don't remember who it was, but, um. You know, I think it's. I think because of their privilege, they don't understand how dangerous this can be for us. Yeah. When you call the police on us. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people don't really educate, you know, people of color on the law for obvious reasons. So I Mm -hmm. feel like we should also take that responsibility of learning our rights. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but even that, even knowing your rights, don't mean that they're not gonna yeah, break the rules. Yeah, that could only go <laughs> so far. Mean. But if you got your receipts and stuff, sometimes that could go a long way. I've seen my dad skedaddle out of a lot of situations mm-hmm. from knowing what was going on. You know, right. what his rights were. Yeah, I think it's important to know. But I also think you know if they're willing to break the rules, yeah, they will. And they are. They're cops. They they're yeah. corrupt and they have this power and this authority and so sometimes they break the rules i know we've seen that video of the guy um the officer hitting the little young teenage guy the baby not the, the gay baby guy? no not the gay guy or i don't the remember high student. I, the high he was a high school student but mm-hmm. i guess his grandmother or mother had called the police to kind of scare him and he was threatening them and i don't know if he was on some I'm just trying to show you tough love. You need to respect your mother or respect your grandmother kind of stuff. I don't know if it was that situation because she did call him. Like you can tell by the conversation that she called him because he was acting up, not because he was doing something like, oh, he robbing me or beating somebody up. He was acting up and the police were called. And I think that the police officer, and this is just me thinking I wasn't there, but based on what the conversation was had in the video, it seems like he was doing some type of tough love type of thing mm. to this to the boy yeah and was cussing at him and da, 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 and he told him to get up off the porch and it, it was getting it was getting heated mm-hmm. and then the mother in the background said yeah he being disrespectful yeah take go on down there with them officers but then in the right right after that she said but don't shoot him don't hurt him right <laughs> like don't don't take it too far. <laughs> like she had to give that kind of. Yeah, I heard so many stories of like mentally ill people that's mm-hmm. been shot by the police just by somebody calling, just not understanding maybe their the situation. Their condition. Yeah. yeah, and then just be like, okay, this person's in the street, you know, making different gestures and blah blah blah, blah. and then the police end up shooting them some mm-hmm. bullshit like that. Or because they're coming with entirely too much force, they're not trained. Right. They're coming into a situation instead of coming to defuse it and de-escalate it, which is their job to do. Right. They're coming and escalated it too fast, too furious, <laughs> and they're coming with too much force. I've almost been attacked by cops because I knew my rights and I wasn't letting them not break the rules. Mm-hmm. Like we, I remember um, my homegirl got in a fight with another. My trans homegirl got another fight with another trans homegirl, mm-hmm. and they had every people police were called, and so now mind you, I wasn't in none of this fight, I wasn't in any of it, and I'm just in the room while the fight is going on. A bunch of us <laughs> were. So you were just eating popcorn. 
Well, they I didn't know they were about to fight, but we were all in this house and we were in the apartment and we were all talking and the argument sparked and it led to a twirl. <laughs> like that's what happened. It's like if it was eight motherfuckers in here, some two people got into it and they fought and you but you're here. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. that's where I was. I'm like, I'm not in the situation. But yeah. so the cop comes in and he's just the attitude was so bad. Right off. And I was like, all right, I'm out of here. And he's like, oh, nah, you're not going nowhere. I need to see your ID. You don't need to see nothing of mine. Did I get in a fight with anybody? Did I hit anybody? Ain't nobody saying no. All right. So I'm not a part of this. Like, yeah. I haven't been, I didn't attack anybody. I didn't um, fight anybody. <laughs> so... I'm about to go. <laughs> this is not my drama. I'm about, and he would not let me leave the apartment. And he was asking me for ID and I would not give it to him. Well, if you don't give me your ID, um, you're going to jail. Because it is a law in Indiana that you need to have your ID. So, so I, can, I resisted. I was like, okay, well, we're just going to sit here. <laughs> what you going to lock me up for? Do you got any warrants? No. I don't do criminal illegal stuff. I don't have nothing. And I'm just talking hella shit. And, you know, he's getting mad and grab me by my arm and um, take me out to the hallway. And he asked me my name and I told him my name. And he looked up the name and he called. And they were like, well, she don't have any charges. I said, baby, you can do whatever you want. I'm not that girl. You might, It might be somebody else that you can do that to. But I'm not that girl. I don't I don't do illegal things. <laughs> I don't have no charges. Besides little escorting. No, 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 I do tons of illegal things. <laughs> In real life, but I'm talking to the officer. You ain't got nothing on me, motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm like, baby, I don't do illegal things. You don't have nothing. They gonna tell you we don't know her. <laughs> right. No, she don't have anything. And I'm gonna look at you and say, <laughs> mm, now what you gonna do right. so what you because they have put handcuffs on me i'm like so you have me in handcuffs because of what wow because of your attitude i can have attitude i have an attitude because you're trying to not let me leave and i have to go to work right i didn't have to go to work but <laughs> you i needed to leave out of this apartment an hour ago <laughs> and you're not letting me leave because you could have left if you would have showed your id i don't have to show you my id i didn't get in no fight right. <laughs> i didn't do nothing you just and the people that are fighting are in the inside of you ain't did shit. Now she done come out, her face all swollen. Now, mind you, she had got silicone in her face. So her mm. face looks horrible. Already. Like just not naturally, but <laughs> because of the silicone, it looks horrible. So because of silicone, it looks horrible. So the girl beating her up, it anyway. made it made her look like even worse. You see what I'm saying? Like so. <laughs> Like Even, Martin so, like, if somebody episode. punch you in your cheek and it swell up, it's going to look like a swell up cheek. But if you got bad silicone that's cattywampus and wore out your face, and then you get that one good punch to your cheek, you look even worse. That sounds <laughs> so, so bad. The, so, the, the, the cop was like, who the fuck fought her? She looks like a... And just was reading Paul. her little mug. <laughs> but trying to, like... But he's, like... He's trying to get the person who jumped, beat her up, but nobody is saying nothing. And then she's not saying nothing either. 
<laughs> oh, he's just over it. So he's like, who the fuck hit you like this? Somebody, oh my God, look at your face. <laughs> and she already is silicone monster, so he's embarrassing her oh, in the situation. And I'm the only one in handcuffs, <laughs> wow. by the way. By the way, it must have been her with the attitude. If it was her, I can take her to jail. You can tell me. Wow. What? And she was like, no, it wasn't her. Because it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't beat the bitch last time. She beat her whole face up. But it escalated. It got real ugly. <laughs> so I always have uh, negative situations with cops. I always have negative um, situations. Anytime I interact with them, they're always rude. They're always attitude with no, for no reason. Situations. As a black man, like as you, since you navigating the world as a black man right now, have you felt any kind of different experiences with cops and as when you was with, as a female? Yeah, I have to. Like, when I'm walking around the mall or something, they'll bother me, you know. Just kind of, they'll watch me too hard or something like that. And they'll comment, you put your into They'll just bother me, follow me around. But my mom kind of, her being a brown woman, she kind of equipped me with that. Have fear of the police. Like She kind of equipped me with that. So I kind of just handled them. I kind of used my privilege and, you know, put on my white boy voice and, you know, try to, not even go across those situations. Mm-hmm. I try to avoid them. Like, if I got tickets, I try to pay them off as soon as possible. I do know that Baby, when, be so scared when I was a boy, I remember using that code switching thing. Like, you did. It wouldn't be a white boy voice, but it would be gay. Mm-hmm. I would cut, When I was living as a boy, I would cut the gayness up because it mm-hmm. disarmed them. Not disarming them, literally. Not trying to hyper-masculinize them. Right. Once I didn't give this thug black boy and I gave him, oh, honey, (laughs) Miss Thing, oh, cop girl, you really (laughs) bothering me, honey. Once you cut that gayness up, crank it up, it changes their tone with you. Yeah. In my experience. Because I guess your code switching would be with the white boy. My code switching was turning the gayness up. And it it changed their... um, it dis not it's not disarmed, but it just toned it dialed them down. Like they went, they go from "What the fuck are you doing?" to "Oh, this is a punk." <laughs> <laughs> they don't say that, but yeah. oh, he's you one of them. The yeah, he's one of them kind of boys. He's be, not no threat. It don't be white boy like real weird. It just be white boy real proper and respectful. And yes, sir, master, sir. Oh no! <laughs> He'd be like, yes, sir. I'd be like, yes, sir. No, sir. Oh no! It'll be real that, but gotcha. It's annoying that I have to even do you all turn that. You turn into slave. <laughs> you turn into the house nigga. Right. <laughs> exactly. And they got me through. Yeah, if it works, it works. <laughs> all right, so we're at the end of the show. <laughs> Anything y'all want to add about white people? Call it the police. <laughs> Or people for no reason. Even though we really didn't talk about that specifically. <laughs> but man. white people get a fucking life, man. <laughs> get a stake. Mind your fucking business. If a motherfucker is not doing anything to you, like let them make it, yo. Like let them 
do they barbecue, let them sit in a Starbucks, let them do whatever the fuck they want to do that if they're not bothering you. Yes, call the fucking police if they're doing something to you. Walk down the street. But whatever they doing that is not bothering yeah. you, yo, get a fucking life. Get you some business. Grow the fuck up. For real. And that's all I got to say about <laughs> I mean, nah. I second that. I started. I just. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing. I mean, it's, I that's really the message that I would want to convey. Like, everybody's not here to bother you. Like, okay, so me and Tessa and Z went to go see I'm Pretty. And Tessa I feel said, pretty. Oh, I'm I sorry. Feel I feel pretty. pretty. Yeah. And. What's that? Um, it's Annoying, with, it's boring basically movie. <laughs> white comedy. It was white comedy, but it was really funny, and it was about loving yourself. Oh, Amy cool. Schumer. Yes, it was really about. Cool. Loving I don't yourself. support her, girl. It was about get out of here. Why you are. didn't go? Why you didn't go see? Um, <coughs> what's out right now? This black. The <laughs> Is that out? Yeah. Oh, why you that. didn't go see that? I've seen it today. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to you see should. that instead, but my best friend had already seen it, so I didn't want to be shady. Oh, child. But, um. Y'all should have been seeing it again. Fuck Amy Schumer. It was Why? Fuck Amy Schumer. Because she's late. Why was you, why, how was she late? Late upon late, because she's white. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> she's a white feminist. That ain't shit. Fucker. Man, that movie was corny. <laughs> it was good. No I waste had, your it money. Had a really good message. No. It's, it, it show. Okay, so basically she turned into. Wait, 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 wait. We is not about to promote an Amy <laughs> Schumer movie. I'm sorry. We is not. I'm glad that I you know, enjoyed it. I'm promoting self love. <laughs> and I but appreciate wait, it. Wait, so, Amy, I am so glad that you enjoyed the movie. She wasn't. It was about being a big girl, and she wasn't even that big. I didn't even. It was. A not, white people big ain't the same. It was not <laughs> about being a big girl. It was about mm-hmm. loving yourself for who you are. Because she she hit her head, and then she turned into like the person that she wanted to be. She didn't turn into, but she viewed it, mm-hmm. and. And she just had all this confidence. So we still promoting Amy Schumer's <laughs> movie. We're not going to do that. <laughs> We're not going to do confidence. that. Thank you. I appreciate it. So white people, get your shit together <laughs> and stop calling the police on our people. <laughs> Fuck Amy Schumer. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright.